0: Hey everybody, welcome back. You're listening to It's Not Normal, It's Toxic. Rid your life of toxic people. This is Dr. Heidi. A huge thank you to those of you who were on the most recent podcast episodes. It is huge for both you and the listeners to hear stories of other people who are going through similar situations. Um, The response and the connections that were made through the listeners relating to those stories have been have been enormous and you know that that's the whole purpose of coaching with Dr. Heidi is I don't want anybody to feel like they are going through this alone I remember when I was in the toxic relationship in my life I literally thought I was the only one in a situation like this and it's easy to feel that way when you look outside the doors and everybody else seems to be doing great but you know to you from other people's perspective you seem to be doing great too. So it's it wasn't until you know I started realizing I was not the only person in this and started realizing that if I would have had some connections with other people who had experienced and who understood it, maybe I would have been able to change the length of that relationship or some of the dynamics of how that relationship went down and how that relationship ended. But my mission is to make sure that you guys don't feel like you're going through it by yourself. And that's the whole reason for this podcast. It's the whole reason for the Facebook support group. It's the whole reason for my coaching programs. It's the whole reason for my private coaching. So you can have someone in your back pocket reminding you that you are not alone. Now, today, I want to talk about something that I actually had somebody uh, write in a few weeks ago and ask if I could please do a podcast on this. And I started thinking, you know, they're exactly right, because this is why I ended up in this relationship. And this is why I stayed so long in this relationship. And this is why I went back so many times in this relationship. So the question I'm going to try and answer today is why do we feel and struggle with feeling sorry for the toxic person in our life? Now, generally speaking, if I were to describe you as a listener, I'm just going to throw this out there, but I'm going to guess it would sound something like this. Sensitive, caring, you're kind, you're a helper. You're the problem solver, you're the giver, you're the fixer, you're the supporter, you're the conflict avoider, you're the peacekeeper, we're the fire putter outers, right? And all of those traits fall under a personality that carries a high level of empathy, okay? We experience other people's troubles and we do what we can because we can feel what they're going through. All these things involve maintaining our emotional peace, both within our own lives and within the lives of anybody who crosses our path. We take other people's feelings very seriously because we know and can relate to how they feel. Okay. The toxic personality, and we know toxic is not a diagnosis, Toxic is an adjective that is used to describe a person with a personality that is not healthy for you mentally, physically, or emotionally. If we take that personality and we go back to the basics of what governs them and what motivates their behavior, it's the feeling of security in themselves. They need to feel things like control, power, and they need a constant supply of attention. And they get this from other people in their lives so that they can achieve this overall feeling of security in themselves. Now, if you had to find people to place in your life that would give you the feeling of control and power and get a lot of attention and, you know, that would admire you, what type of person would you look for? Oh, the kind, caring helper problem solver, conflict avoidant, peacekeeper. Correct. In other words, they will look for someone with a high level of empathy. Okay. On the flip side, your normal toxic personality does not have a high level of empathy. So what does that person look like? They're usually very critical of others, critical of situations. They're blaming. It's not their fault. It's your fault. It's the weather's fault. It's the dog's fault. It's the boss's fault. It was never their fault. They seem to be very non-forgiving. You know, they don't really forget the past. They tend to hold grudges because that gives them a little bit of power. They're very opinionated and expect other people in their lives to accept their opinion and agree with them a lot of times they have a lack of patience with others they're easily frustrated by others they seem confused or baffled by other people's feelings they don't normally think or really care about how their behaviors affect another person emotionally they cannot cope very well in emotional situations. What they do instead is they stop talking, or they pick a fight, or they do something that switches an emotional situation to a power control type situation. Now empathy doesn't always have to be all or nothing. It can be more in some situations and it can be less in some situations. But it is my belief that the less empathetic will seek out the more empathetic every time because it gets them more of what they need faster. It gets them more of the control. It gets them more of feeling of power. It gets them more attention faster so they feel secure. So now all the heads are nodding because I just described you and I just described the toxic person in your life that you are listening to this podcast for, correct? As you can see just from these lists, that the relationship between two people of opposite empathy levels is probably going to be quite topsy-turvy. Many of you describe it as an emotional roller coaster because of these differences. The question I'm gonna try and answer today is, how do I stop feeling sorry for them? Now, in order to answer that question, we need to look a little deeper into what it actually means to feel sorry for them okay and with that i'm going to use two words i'm going to use the word empathy and i'm going to use the word sympathy and i am going to do my very best to describe the difference between the two so you can not only recognize it but perhaps even start consciously separating the two into the appropriate situations okay now empathy empathy is when we experience and feel another person's pain, or we experience and feel another person's joy. But either way, we can feel the feelings of another person, we have the ability to relate and to understand what they're going through. Now, sympathy, sympathy is a feeling of sorrow for another person's misfortune or another person's situation. It's a feeling that you care about someone else's trouble or grief and not really taking on their feeling but you do feel sorry for what they're going through but you don't have this ginormous urge to fix it for them empathy is very internal we actually feel what the other is feeling so the reality of the situation becomes internal to us thus feeling the need to fix it and carry them through because we know exactly how they're feeling now sympathy on the other hand is much more external you feel sorry for someone who has say lost a loved one or even lost a pet you can still feel sorry for them even if you can't relate exactly to the situation because you care about people but We don't share in the emotional feeling. We don't share in their emotional pain when we are sympathizing. So let me tell you a story. This is just a scenario, but it's the story of the bully on the playground, okay? We have one child who is maybe a little smaller in stature and maybe a bookworm and maybe a lot quieter, who every day before lunch gets pushed down on the playground and gets his lunch stolen by a bigger, meaner child. Now in this scenario, who do we feel sorry for? Okay. Most of us listeners are immediately going to feel sorry for the child that's being bullied because we can empathize with that pain. We can feel what they're feeling. Okay. Until we find out that the bully has a very bad home life and they survive on their own. And they don't have friends and the reason they're stealing lunches is because they don't have any food now who feels sorry for the bully we initially felt so bad for the child that was being bullied because we could feel his pain but when we heard that the bully has a tough life we had a hard time not feeling sorry for him in that situation too so here is an instance when we should and can empathize with the child that's being bullied because we can feel the feelings and we understand that, but we should sympathize with the bully because regardless of his situation, his behavior is unacceptable. So what can we do so that we feel like we fix that situation? Well, we don't allow the bullying to continue just because the bully has a bad upbringing and doesn't have a lunch but we can find the bully the resources that they need so that they can change their behavior when we run completely off of empathy we allow bad behavior from others sympathizing is saying i feel sorry for you but that does not excuse your behavior many of you ask me so again how do i stop feeling sorry for them you don't have to stop feeling sorry for them you can still care about them and the things that they are going through but you cannot continue to empathize with them as it allows their bad behavior to continue because in order for you to empathize we allow the bad behavior to basically disappear empathy is a very present feeling they are hurting you feel it it sucks you want to fix it for them So you back down. So that feeling goes away, forgetting entirely about the bad behavior. Sympathy is more of an ongoing state as opposed to a immediate present state. They are hurting. You can see it. It sucks for them. But why are they in this situation? Oh, because they treated you badly. Sympathy doesn't cover up bad behaviors. It accepts it for what it is, but it doesn't make it disappear or make excuses for it. Empathetic people run off of feeling and emotion. Sympathy runs off of logic and reality. If you are feeling bad for your toxic person in your life, ask yourself, what got them to this point? Okay. It might be a diagnosis. It might be a traumatic upbringing. It might be an addiction because those are all things that would cause insecurity in a person and it's more often than not what has brought on their be their bad behavior now they're feeling bad making you feel bad and you don't like to feel bad so we once again forget all the bad behavior so that the bad feeling in ourself goes away if you are empathetic that's great empathy is a great quality to have I am very empathetic I can feel What other people are feeling but like in anything we need to set boundaries and we need to learn to protect ourselves we have a precious gift by being empathetic and we have to be responsible in how we distribute it do not let another take advantage of that fantastic quality to once again get what they need from you empathy and sympathy are two very different things Toxic people are emotionally abusive, meaning they use your emotions to get what they need. When they can say or do something that gets an emotional reaction, they feel in control of your emotions, which makes them feel secure. When they can say or do something to make you happy, to make you sad, to make you feel guilty, to make you upset, all they have to do is say or do something to cause you to have a feeling. You have a bad feeling. You don't like that feeling. You want to get rid of that feeling. You retract everything, forget their bad behavior. So everything goes back to status quo. Empathy is an emotion. Emotionally abusive people are going to use your empathy to get what they need. Now, when I teach people how to communicate with their toxic people, say they have to co-parent or say it's a family member or say it's a co-worker. I teach them how to communicate with these less empathetic personalities with less emotion, because it's the emotion that the toxic personality needs to get you to react the way they need you to react. So feeling sorry for them is okay. It's the same thing to feel sympathetic and to feel empathetic is still feeling sorry for them, but sympathetic is logical where empathetic is emotional and for those of us who are emotionally driven are always going to fall back on the emotion and like i said it is a good trait that you're governed by emotion but you are the one that has to protect yourself and you because you're emotional cannot make excuses for their bad behavior because you are empathetic in feeling what they feel. Empathy continues to tie our emotions and allows them to remain in control of us, and it re- allows them to remain in control of how we feel. So start being very conscious about whether this situation requires empathy or this situation requires sympathy. You can still feel sorry for them and hold them accountable for their behavior. Disconnecting your emotions from a toxic person is the only way we can regain our power. It is the only way we can get them to go away. It is the only way you can keep yourself safe when dealing with someone who wants to abuse you emotionally for what they need. Keep the situation logical when you are feeling sorry for the toxic person. All of you can look at this toxic relationship in your life and logically, you know, this relationship is not healthy for you. But as soon as emotions get involved, it clouds your logic. So stay in tune with sympathy and empathy, because in an empathetic situation, this is how it goes. They are feeling bad. They are feeling alone. They are feeling hurt because I withdrew. That's where an empath- empathetic person stops they're feeling bad because i withdrew so how do i fix the fact that they're feeling bad i re-engage okay someone who is using sympathy in this situation they are feeling alone they're hurting because i withdrew because they were treating me badly see the difference we can still feel sorry for their situation and not allow the bad behaviors to disappear, to make excuses for them or to allow them to continue. You can still feel sorry for them and protect yourself at the same time.